0: I'm Andrew Norton, and this is Completely Optional Knowledge. Tina Antolini is the host of a podcast called Gravy. It's all about the culture, politics, and stories behind the food of the American South.
1: You know, we've done episodes on everything from fried chicken to oysters to fancy fake French food in Charleston, South Carolina, to Filipino food in the panhandle of Florida, to cheese dip uh it required you know over a few days of reporting eating like a dozen different kinds of cheese dip and at the beginning i was like i can't believe this is my job and at the end i was like i can't believe this is my job (laughs) so much cheese dip
0: as much as i would love to make this whole episode about cheese dip tina has a non-cheese dip related question it is about food though
1: why do we distinguish between fruits and vegetables Like, what's the point of that?
0: Mm, Growing up, I remember this whole
1: like hullabaloo around discovering that a tomato is a fruit.
0: (laughs) A hullabaloo. I like that.
1: (laughs) I distinctly remember a friend of mine when I think we were in grade school insisting that tomatoes were fruit. And I remember thinking like, man, if a tomato is a fruit, like, why don't we eat them like apples?
0: So to me, it's, it's a relief to have someone who thinks a lot about food ask this question because it's one of those things that you maybe take for granted. If you think about it a little bit, it kind of throws off how you perceive the world. Like I'm thinking about (laughs) young, you getting your mind blown, thinking about this tomato. Right. And then I'm thinking, I'm like, what i've been told and i don't know if this is true but but something about seeds like yeah. fruits have seeds that would that would explain the tomato right
1: right but like then cucumber like cucumbers have seeds are they fruit
0: and bananas i mean maybe they kind of have seeds but they don't have like seeds like i think of you know say like a watermelon or something like that
1: i mean i know there's got to be a reason for the taxonomy of all of this but like yeah i don't know what it is <laughs>
0: I'm Andrew Norton and this is completely optional knowledge. Brought to you by Greenpeace.
1: Ask, inquire, seek the truth.
0: The show where we take questions that make you go, "Huh?" and we try and make you be like, "Oh." Completely Optional Knowledge is presented by Greenpeace. Help support the show and show your support by signing up for news and updates at greenpeace.org/usa/knowledge. <laughs> Rebecca Rupp has a PhD in cell biology and biochemistry. She wrote a book called How Carrots Won the Trojan War. It's all about the science and history of vegetables. So I started with the thing I was most curious about. What is the scientific difference between a fruit and a vegetable?
2: Well, biologically speaking, it's very clear cut. A fruit is anything that develops from the fertilized ovary of a flower. So if pollen falls on a flower and the flower then produces an edible entity <laughs> that's a fruit. <laughs> so tomatoes, squash, pumpkins, cucumbers, peppers, eggplants are all officially fruit. Okay. Just like apples, pears and plums. Biologically, a vegetable is anything that we eat from plants that isn't a fruit. I mean think about what we eat. You know, spinach, lettuce, Kale, cabbage, leaves, Right. carrots and beets are roots, asparagus, stems, potatoes are tubers. So none of these are fruits.
0: I see. Okay, so we'll just say anything that we eat coming from a plant that isn't a fruit. And a fruit is something that it's from a pollinated flower. Is
2: that correct? That's absolutely right on.
0: Okay, so there's this biological difference and that's fairly clear cut. But no person going about their everyday life is is really using this biological difference. If someone said to me, hey, can you bring a fruit platter to dinner tonight? And I brought a bunch of cut up tomatoes. I wouldn't get a warm reception, right? No. Even though technically, (laughs) biologically speaking, I did what was asked, right?
2: And you know, what gets really interesting, I think, with the fruits and the vegetables thing is that there's a whole political definition that it gets really squishy. (laughs)
0: Like a ripe tomato, Becky.
2: (laughs) (laughs) this came along in like the 1890s, where there was a tariff on foreign vegetables. So if you imported vegetables from any place outside the United States, you got like a 10% tax slapped on them immediately. So this first started coming up with this guy named John Nix, who had imported a load of tomatoes from the West Indies.
0: I see where this is going.
2: (laughs) He said, no way, because these are fruits. Uh And this thing went all the way to the Supreme Court where the justice at the time ruled that tomatoes, since they were eaten with the main meal, they were a vegetable. You didn't eat them with the ice cream and pie for dessert. <laughs> right, Ergo, right. the tomato was, according to the Supreme Court, a vegetable. I see. And there's some state-ruled stuff that I think is interesting and hilarious. My absolute favorite is Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, the watermelon is a vegetable.
0: I'm at a loss for words on that one.
2: They had a representative who was from a watermelon growing part of the state. Okay. And who in his youth had won a watermelon seed spitting contest and was totally (laughs) pro-watermelon. And so it was argued that the watermelon, which was related to the cucumber, which was eaten as a vegetable, therefore the watermelon could be also judged a vegetable. So in Oklahoma, the watermelon is a vegetable.
0: That's a bit of a stretch, but I see the logic.
2: (laughs) None of this is logical. Once you get into political territory, it gets really confusing.
0: Right. It's funny because, I mean, I'm kind of like, well, why does this matter? But I, I suppose, actually, this is quite big business. For instance, if you're a grower and you're getting subsidies for vegetables, those definitions can be quite meaningful to
2: you, right? Absolutely. And people have gone to great lengths to pass regulations about this. The European Union. Oh, about 10 years ago or so, came up with a whole new fruit definition based on whether or not it was used to make jam. Huh. So according to the EU, carrots are a fruit because you can make carrot jam.
0: <laughs> this is kind of like those late night infomercials where people throw their hands up and say, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> is this something we're always going to be debating over? Or Have you seen any examples of how people have settled this that you think works for you?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> I think the answer there is no. Right, okay. I think the easiest thing to do in terms of differentiating between fruits and vegetables here is to stick with biology. <laughs> you know, it's, if it comes from a fertilized flower, it's a fruit. Otherwise, we're just gnawing on something for which we have come up with the artificial term vegetable.
0: I see, I see. How's that? <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. You know, and it and it makes fruits seem like the king because it's like it's, you're either a fruit or you're not, right?
2: Right. Absolutely. It's like
0: vegetables are a word we made up to make the other um, plants feel better, that they're not fruits.
2: If you didn't get a fruit, you know, you're stuck with a vegetable. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so wrong.
1: Wow. I didn't realize that like... Uh... Fruits and vegetables were such politically fungible terms, (laughs) you know?
0: You should have known that, though. I know. know, On the podcast that you work on, I feel like all food is inherently political, right? Right.
1: No, I should have made that assumption. I was thinking (laughs) purely in biological terms. Though even that, you know, like vegetable as catch-all term for all the things that aren't fruit, that's a little bit of a, like, mind blower.
0: (laughs) I came away from this thinking like, oh, God, how can something, it's clear cut, as a thing being a fruit or a vegetable still spark such political debate? Like, can't we even agree on that, right? Everything
1: in the world is sort of moldable to whatever political aim (laughs) people
0: have decided thereafter.
1: You know, if you can make watermelon a vegetable in Oklahoma, you can do anything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know, you're someone who spent a lot of time thinking about food and culture and eating and after hearing this, do you think it matters, this difference between fruit and vegetable?
1: I mean, whether it matters or not, I think our attempts to try to differentiate and the different boxes that we keep putting things in, I think that's interesting, you know? Like, I'm not going to go to the grocery store and, and sort of dismiss cucumbers from my salad, for sure. But <laughs> I next time I'm in oklahoma i'm gonna ask people what they think a watermelon is for sure
0: (laughs) tina i believe that is what we call food for thought
1: (laughs) that's something to chew on (laughs) this is the problem with hosting a food podcast is that like i maybe i always made food puns like all the time but now i notice them all the time (laughs) like oh god damn it tina like that's something to chew on really
0: (laughs) that's how you should end all of your podcasts like till next time i've given you something to chew on (laughs) Completely Optional Knowledge is presented by Greenpeace, and unlike other podcast sponsors, they don't want to sell you a domain name or something like that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. They just want to keep in touch. So visit greenpeace.org USA slash knowledge to sign up for news and updates. It's really easy, and you'll be helping support the show. Completely Optional Knowledge is produced by J.P. Davidson. Breakmaster Cylinder made our theme music, and me, I'm Andrew Norton. Head over to completelyoptionalknowledge.org to hear more episodes, to subscribe, and to, of course, ask us your questions because we need your weird questions to keep this thing going. Leave us a voicemail with your questions and feedback at 202-697-6912. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back in two weeks with more Completely Optional Knowledge. And hey, do us a favor. If you do subscribe to the show, please give us a rating on iTunes. That would be huge.